This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler, General Manager here at WZIP. Joining me today is Kelsey Daniluk. She's an EEO slash AA specialist. That's equal opportunity or equal... Employment opportunity. opportunity, (laughs) Affirmative action specialist here at the University of Akron. We're going to be talking about very simply what's in a name. And that was actually the name of um, a special uh, seminar, I guess you could call it, that took place earlier in the week. And specifically, we're talking about something that's been really very controversial, uh, maybe in some circles more than others, about the names of sports teams. And obviously around here, you can't help but think about the the, the Cleveland Indians are the soon-to-be-not-Cleveland Indians. We have the Washington Redskins. Uh, there are the Chiefs. You know, there are a lot of names that, and in, in this case, stem from Native American culture. Um, and I guess your job was to kind of talk with people about where where we draw the lines and, you know, when, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And, you know, Kelsey, we're living in a, in a society where we're questioning that, I think, in a lot of different areas, not just names of sports teams, but in a lot of places. And, and overall, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a really important conversation to have, you know, talking about what is cultural appropriation versus appreciation. You know, are you taking these cultures for your own personal gain? And, you know, maybe you want likes on Instagram, you want to wear jewelry as a fashion statement, Um, you just want to support a team because it's always been that name for you. Or are you taking that culture, really learning what their customs are, what their history is, you know, what's behind this name or this piece of jewelry. So yeah, I think beyond the sports team, this is an important conversation to have just in terms of respecting other cultures. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it sounds like there is no easy, absolute yes or no on this. Is there or or is there? In my opinion, no, it's not, uh, not a black and white issue, not not super uh, clear cut. And actually, during our event yesterday, that was a big conversation. Uh, That was a big piece of the conversation is what's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's not like we intended to meet some some clear cut, you know, solution to this issue. It was more just to talk about it and kind of get a feel for the kinds of conversations we could be having even outside this program. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what makes it complicated is you're talking about somebody's culture, but, you know, sports culture is also its own thing. And I know that's true. Yeah. And I I grew up, you know, going to Indians games um, and I have so much gear that says Indians right across it. And I Mm -hmm. wear it with pride usually. And then when this conversation comes up, you know, you're really torn between this is a team I love and I feel connected to versus am I hurting someone by wearing this? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what makes it really complicated. I happened to be um, out West over the summer. I was on Navajo Nation and taking a tour of, you know, something or other. And the, the guide, of course, was Navajo. And being a former reporter, I had like about a thousand and six questions for him. Um, just kind of interested in his life, his life as Navajo. You know, what does that really mean versus what I probably think it means? You know, and all those things. And of course, when he said, you know, where are you from? And I said, well, <laughs> I'm from this area that's like just just south of what we are currently, but not very, very long, calling the Cleveland Indians. What do you think of that? And it was interesting to me. He's He was a young guy, I would say under 25. And he said, you know, my, my grandparents will probably tell you something different. My parents probably might tell you something different. He, but he said, to me, 
he's I like the name because I feel like it keeps us relevant. It keeps us in a conversation. Now, I'm not trying to suggest to all of our listeners that this one person represents the feelings of all Native Americans or even everybody in Navajo Nation, for that matter. But it was it was interesting to me because I, I guess I kind of thought he would say it's about time. Now he did say it was time, Chief Wahoo. He said that's <laughs> the he said the red faced dude that that had to go. But as far as the name, he kind of liked the name, so, and I was surprised to hear it. Yeah, a lot of um, participants yesterday also acknowledged. Yeah, maybe Chief Wahoo wasn't the greatest, and you know we got rid of him officially. I think in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, it's been at least a couple of years ago. Yeah, so I, I, you know, one of the arguments for the we should keep um, the Indians' name side of this conversation is well, we got rid of the truly problematic part, which is Chief Wahoo um, headdresses and face paint that replicate Native American face paint has been banned at the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what's the harm in keeping the name? A lot of people, you'll hear them say, well, it's just a name, so who really cares? Um, which I think is an argument that can be used on both sides, honestly. Sure. Um, but, yeah, also, a, a, lot of, um, a lot of people do say, I think that the name is used in a, in a way that's meant to honor Native Americans. Um, you know, saying that we see that group as strong and athletic and, you know, they're, they're really come together as a team. And that's what we want our baseball team to be viewed as. So we're really honoring that. And there's also a piece of history. Um, you know, the name Indians was adopted in 1915 officially, but it was meant to honor a nickname that the team had in the 1890s um, when Louis Sokolexis played. And he was the first Native American to play baseball. So a lot of people do agree with, you know, what that man was telling you, that that name is really meant to be a pride thing, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's not meant to be harmful. But I totally agree with you. He doesn't speak for everybody, so that's what makes it such a tough issue. Right, right, right. It, you know, when when people are, you know, kind of throwing these these arguments around, I, I don't know if you get a sense of this from the people that you talk to, whether it was during this event or just in general. You know, some people, you know, want to cite history, but I don't know if they really know the history. It's just a real easy, you know, kind of a crutch to go to to try to support your argument. Do you think that takes place a lot? Yeah. Um, Even when I, I mean, I didn't know that fact. You know, I had to do some research for this program um, and I didn't know where the name came from. And when I brought it up during the discussion, I I would say a vast majority of the people there didn't know that's where the name came from. So, Mm. You know, it, it. I think there is some merit to saying it's honoring history and this this former player who broke a lot of boundaries um, in a good way. But I, I think that argument falls apart a little bit when not everybody knows it. Right. Right. Well, I mean, let's let's say the other thing too. I mean, when we talk about the Confederate flag. There are people who say, oh, no, it's a piece of history, and that's why it needs to stay and Confederate symbols and so forth, you know, should be there. But at the same time, you know, most of these people, I don't think, probably are really actually history buffs. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing is we are aware at this point what the connotation is with that. Even if you don't happen to agree with it, the fact, and it is a fact, that it is considered offensive by so, so many people, regardless of what an individual happens to think or what they say that they want to use that for. And I, I guess this could be kind of along the same line. I don't know if it's quite as heated as that. I'm not sure. Do you think it is? You know, I, on social media, I think this is very heated. But I would say in general, I think this one's a little more um, people 
can see both sides a little more clearly. Mm. Um, I, I, to be honest, yesterday expected a, a more heated discussion, and there were differing viewpoints, of course, and everybody had their arguments for why they felt the way they did, but it, we sort of just all you know, reached the conclusion like, yeah, this is complicated. Um, so I don't know that it's as heated, but... I, I wonder, though, how much of that is around here. I, I wonder how many people identify, openly identify, and that we recognize and know um, as people who identify as Native American. Where when you look at some other cultures and ethnicities and races and so forth, it might be something where, you know, we have maybe a better cross-section of people. And maybe with the Native American population in this part of Ohio, not that there aren't people with Native American roots in this part of Ohio, but I, I don't know if it's as, as prominent maybe as it is maybe in other parts of the country or in certain pockets even within Ohio. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. And I think that's where... Um, you know, I think the Washington Redskins, now the Washington football team, really kicked off this conversation mm-hmm. and debate. Um, but, you know, they have a pretty, pretty high number of Native American um, groups and tribes still in that area. So I think it might be pretty hotly debated there. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what I, I don't know off the top of my head what our Native American population is in Ohio. But mm-hmm. I think that absolutely could have an effect. I found when I was talking to the, the young man, I mentioned his name, actually was Gabriel. Um, he, I, like, you just said the word tribes, and I remember asking him about his, and I, I hesitated. I said, I, I want to say tribe. Is that okay to say? Is that the right word? And he's like, yeah, that's what it is. And I'm like, okay, oh but I didn't, I didn't know. And I wanted to be respectful with my word choice, but I really wasn't sure, you know. And, and again, when you, when you look at some other areas that, that we need to be sensitive about, we need to be aware of, I think maybe there are some things that are more, we just already are aware. I already know certain things to say or not say or whatever. And with this, I didn't, I just didn't really know until he, he educated me. I, you know, I was grateful for the conversation. Yeah. I mean, notice I said groups or tribes and hesitated <laughs> as well because yeah. And, and I. Like, I don't mean that as a bad thing, no. but then there's somebody else who does some other action. They say, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, where actually it is considered offensive. And I thought, am I that guy? Am I, if I say, if I refer to it as a tribe, am I being that insensitive right. person? Now, according to this person, no, you're not. But I didn't know. Right. Well, I think that conversation is what's important. And I think that conversation as well as what sets aside, you know, what sets apart appropriation from appreciation is, are you having that conversation with a member of that group? Are you trying to figure out what's offensive, what isn't, where can we draw some lines? Um, And, you know, I do think the team did try to have conversations. I know there were at least three um, Native American or Indigenous Peoples groups in Cleveland who were consulted on the name. Um, So I think that was really good to bring in members of you know, the group that is saying this is offensive and we don't like it into the conversation to get their opinion. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what makes the difference so that you're not, you know, you're not trying to be offensive and you're trying to learn. Everybody's going to make mistakes and accidentally say things that could be offensive. Um, but I think if you know that something you're saying could be hurtful or disrespectful and you mm-hmm. still do it, that's where we kind of get into that. Like, uh, maybe we should maybe we should change this name or maybe we should do this differently so that we're not hurting people. Right. You know, it's, I think it's so important to have that conversation. You just said a couple of times, the conversation is what's super important. And I think it's particularly important in a campus community like ours. We, you know, we're proud of the diversity that we have at the University of Akron, uh, no matter how you want to define that. Um, but with that comes the need for conversations like this. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, working in the EEOAA office, a big part of my job is making sure that 
those people that we're hiring are reflective of our campus population. We want to acknowledge and really push forward that diversity. Um, and that's a big part of the conversations that we're having in these trainings um, and diversity in, in many different ways, um, not just, you know. Yeah, well, let's talk about some of those too. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I guess I should ask you really, I mean, when we talk about diversity, I know sometimes we think of that in terms of black and white. Yeah. And, and, and that may be part of it, but I think it's, it has actually a much, much wider circle. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it encompasses all races, ethnicities, um, genders and gender identities, sexual orientation. And all of our trainings really try to focus on all of that to make sure that everybody here feels comfortable and respected. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually part one of the What's in a Name series that we'll be doing. Okay. Um, we don't have dates set for the rest of them. But in the spring semester, we really hope to have more conversations about the importance of names um, in terms of, you know, Certain names are viewed as not professional, or their resumes might get skipped over because oh, you mean like an not... actual name that I call myself. Oh, or... yeah. I mean, there are some names that you know people see as not traditionally, you know, mainstream white names, um, mm. and people might not hire them because oh, I can't, I can't even pronounce that name. Like we can't, we shouldn't oh, hire so they them. Toss the resume. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, not saying that's happening here. Right, right. <laughs> that's what my job prevents. Um, <laughs> but it, it has happened. Or, you know, I've, I've heard stories of people who have been asked to go by a shorter name or a nickname um, because theirs is just too complicated. And I think that's such a, that's a really sensitive issue because you're taking away part of someone's identity. Yeah. And their race or ethnicity is a huge part of their identity. Um, so at that point, you're really trying to take away part of their ethnicity. And that's a huge problem. Um, we, you know, we also want to talk about professionalism in terms of appearance and, you know, hairstyles have been a big conversation lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, diversity really should be respected in a lot of different aspects in the workplace um, and on our on our campus. Um, and that's what really we really aim to do with these conversations is open up that conversation. And again, not not in a way to persuade anybody to take any side, but just you know, to, to share some thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think once you, you, you begin to understand what somebody else is saying, we, we complain about this all the time in the political realm, that nobody wants to listen to anybody else, but some of the people who are saying that are some of the very people who are not listening to mm-hmm. somebody else, you know, <laughs> and, and it just becomes a, a really vicious circle. Um, you told me off mic that, you know, things like this typically attract more employees than students, but this one actually, you know, had a, a slightly different effect. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't think many students would see a presentation from HR and think it would be very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think this topic is so interesting because, I mean, it's a local issue. It's also uh, November is Native American Heritage Month, so it's relevant in that way. And it's just something, like I said, I think we're all very connected to our sports here in Northeast Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people might want to have the conversation focusing on that, like, well, this is the team I know, this is the team I love, I've always supported them, why are we changing the name? And I think when you open up that door and say, well, but there's a whole other side of it, there's, you know, a whole group of people that are being affected by it in maybe a negative way, um, I think that really makes the conversation interesting, and and it becomes so much more complex than just, I love this team. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what drew people in. Um, Including some students. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think students... I'm not saying they don't see it as a diversity issue, but like I said, I think a lot of people are just like, but this is my team. So I think students maybe wanted to come just to discuss, you know, I don't like the name Guardians and I don't like the logo, which yeah. 
That's kind of a different topic, actually. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, I think I might have caught some people off guard by throwing in some like Native American history, but it's part of the conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. All right. So the series, this is open to the campus community. Whenever you have some of your, you know, the the, the next discussions. Oh yeah. Uh, the general public, I assume, that's it's maybe just for the campus. Uh, so far, it's just for campus. Um, but you can I, come here and talk about it, so that way it does go out to the yeah, Anytime, <laughs> anytime. Happy to do it. But we actually, um, we had a lot of people yesterday reaching out saying, I can't make today's talk, but I, I find this so fascinating. I really want to be able to talk about it. So it might become a, a virtual presentation that's available on our website. I'm not sure what we're going to do with it yet, but it might be available because uh, apparently it's a pretty hot topic that people want to talk about, so... We'll see what happens with that. Well, many thanks to Kelsey Daniluk, an Equal Employment Opportunity and Affirmative Action Specialist, Department of Human Resources here at the University of Akron. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Nutcracker, but there is a twist. Join us next Saturday at noon. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88-2-88